Hello, welcome to the Peter of Peter episode 35. Last couple of days have been quite good on this podcast. Had a lot of energy, was um, revved up about stuff, doing all these um, stories and impersonations and fun times. Um, I I thought what I'd do is I'd have a good 30 second pause before this video and just think, is there anything I can talk about? And I was thinking, well, I could talk about that or this. And um, those were the last two episodes. So never mind. But thank you for joining me today. I, hopefully this will be a bit more of a um, relaxed um, live stream. Not necessarily boom, boom, boom with um, wall-to-wall um stories and entertainment but instead it's just more of a more of a inner reflective mood where I can contemplate life and figure out what the meaning of life is that that's the mood I'm going for today so bear with me I won't be um won't be going into the um stand-up comedy career just yet We'll just um, take it step by step and slowly transition into some interesting thoughts. So, I got asked the question, Is how, how can you achieve anything in your life if you just focus on your personal life and you um, never take it to the next step? And um, you never take it to the next step and you you never like do anything on a bigger stage. Like if you if you just go to work, have a mortgage and say if you lived alone and stuff, like you wouldn't ever um, get anywhere in the big scheme of things and you would die and that would be it, that, that's your life over. So it's weird, like, how can we find meaning in all that? And my idea was, well, you could do something significant and help the world out and change the world. And then when you're old, you can be happy that you've changed the world. So it makes life more satisfying knowing that you've done stuff. Like if you um, solved all the world's problems. Like, um, I've done that a couple of times once I, when I was, um, in year four, I, um, figured out that you could, um, not eat a banana and, um, you know, put it in the bin, you know, that, that was my year four solving all, all the problems. And then, um, and then year seven, I also solved all the, all the world's problems because I realized that, um, you didn't have to give everybody Christmas cards um to all your friends you could just not give out christmas cards so so you realize that from going from eating bananas every day that you didn't like and also from going from sending oh is it paused (laughs) we've got some technical difficulties Let's see what we can do. I don't know how to do this. 
properties, deactivate, activate, technical difficulties. We haven't had technical difficulties for a while. Yeah, I set <laughs> if, if my face will move. Not sure if it will. Yeah, we've got some technical difficulties. Yeah, so so <laughs> so going from um um eating a banana every day and not liking it and going from giving out Christmas cards to the entire school because um there was nothing there was no avoiding it because it was only like a small school with seventy kids so you might as well give it out to everyone not to offend anyone so 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 there's that so going from that chaos to realizing in year seven you don't have to give Christmas cards out and realizing in year four you don't have to eat your banana what you um what you tend to gain from all that is um you you gain a real um core belief that um it's possible to solve all the world's problems and that 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 will stay with me of course all these things that i've just completely made up that that will stay that, that will stay with me for my entire adult life and it will be me more meaningful and one day maybe i'll look back on that time where i did something and i solved all the world's problems um you know on a grand scale and now the world's fine because of me yeah because because of that that thing i did i can think great i can um i can be satisfied and i can make the most out of life and like life life can be good so i'm hoping that m more of that happens in life and i i'm not just stuck with um with my current situation and yeah so 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 just finding meaning in life when when life is it and then you die after what have you achieved in your life and not eating bananas um i hate to say it, despite all that i've said so far not eating bananas might be the least of my concerns and i might be thinking well i've just earned a living so i can live in order to earn a living and you live in this sort of trap of the the the, the direct result of economic need the trap of earning money and sustaining yourself and it just um it's really weird <sighs> cup of tea's cold so yeah so it's just finding meaning when there isn't any obvious meaning and you know if you just focus on your personal life like is is that really worth it and it, I think it is worth it in the moment because we are conscious beings we are awake and we are able to to be um, conscious of what's happening and make the most out of everything and all these things are possible so i just think that um yeah if you live in the moment um, and make the most of the situation 
then that then that's a remarkable thing. Um, but do I need to achieve anything on a grander scale? No, I think what I care more about is having a life that I enjoy, that I that I re that, that I really like, having that sort of life. That's the life that I want to endure and be a part of and make the most out of. I just I just want a life where everything's okay, everything's working and I'm happy. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. That's what I want. To wake up and look forward to tomorrow and not be worried about the next day knowing that tomorrow is going to be okay. That's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. I just want tomorrow to be not be a burden and I, I have a sense of that now um, and I really appreciate it. Tomorrow is not going to be that bad. I'm going to do stuff and I'm going to be quite happy doing it. I've got to have more variety probably. I probably need to talk to family, talk to my sister properly. That's probably something I need to do. So yeah, I'm getting this, um, oh no, I'm getting this relaxed vibe and everything. Um, yeah, so it's just um, making the most of the moment and being aware of everything and being conscious and I just think it's a good thing to do. Um, I realise that I'm quite, this is off topic here, um, but everything is in this podcast is um, I'm really bad at eye contact in real life and with this lens even though it's not a person I'm still bad at eye contact with the camera and I'm always looking over you know at, at, at different parts of my room and and checking whether the live stream's working and checking all the um essentials and everything so that's that's what i'm doing um yeah i just hope this um podcast setup works really can't really ask any more or any less um I, i've got to be happy when i've when i've done a good podcast and it's been quite a bit of fun i've got to put that in the bank and just think yeah that that was a good podcast and I just got to be um, content that I've done. I've done a good podcast that's on the record. So not every podcast has to be all guns blazing, um, top notch, you know, content. It doesn't all have to be um, re- re- really, um, to, you know, high high quality stuff. Um, it's just. Um, I'm just pretty glad I noticed that technical difficulty within a couple of minutes and not, um, not, didn't miss it out, didn't, didn't miss out on it. Um, yeah, so am I happy with my life? I don't know. Do I miss being productive during this lockdown? And like, what is productivity? Is it, is it? doing something you don't really like and earning money is that is that is that the productivity or or is it more of a case of um 
doing stuff you like and um, make it making the most out of life. That that could be the um, productivity element to life. I'm just aware that you know my um we well, might not know, but you know that I've got university starting in September. It's like, is that going to happen? And do I want it to happen? Is it's difficult because it's it's um you know one hand lockdown forever you know wouldn't wouldn't be so bad um wouldn't be sustainable probably on a personal level being inside all the time um but just on a on an effort level might be easier do I do I want to do all this studying I don't know I have no idea at the moment I just wish I had this income that would just come this is me in my 20s just hoping for the miracle but I just wish I had this sort of magic source of income which would mean that I wouldn't have to work ever again and that's kind of um what I'm what I'm hoping for so there's my book <laughs> you can get my book on Amazon an Unbelievable God by Peter Newing, N-E-W-R-N-G. And that is my hope for a income. You know, if, if it's an international bestseller, I can live off that money forever. I don't know how it works, but it's just, you know, so usually the, the authors earn loads of money. It's like they've probably got jobs and they're probably self-sufficient anyway. But I'm in a stage where I want to be a full-time author who's um, written a book and all the work's done. That's, that's what I want. So like, how long was your working life? Oh, just for that month when I was writing that book. <laughs> and then I retired. That would be the dream, but slow and steady does the race. I've um, started trying advertising my book. Um, I've spent 4p on, on the advertising so far, really stretching the budget, you know, billboard posters of New York Times Square and New York Square, whatever it's called, and you know, massive displays posters on the sides of world famous buildings a banner you know with my face wrapping paper around the eiffel tower is um my my book really going all stocks on the advertising pulling it out the hat there is i've got this um 4p that i've that i've spent on advertising and if you wanted to know that 4p i've spent um didn't lead to a book sale but the next 4p i spend might lead to a book sale oh uh, right this isn't interesting there's going to be this new flight simulator game and i've got the um old school flight simulator here flight simulator 10 came out in like 2006 or something yeah 2006 amazing game 
and there's going to be a new flight simulator out and it's got the whole world mapped out as it should do in this day and age it's got every single airport 47,000 airports so you can literally fly from you know UK to Australia you know on your 12-hour flight I'm definitely going to do that and um, oh well more realistically I'll probably fly from Heathrow to um, Paris or something like that and um, spend an hour and a half you know on my flight simulator with my joystick and um, and and have the podcast in my earphones and and just really chillax that's that's what I'm definitely gonna do when this flight simulator comes out um, yeah because you can definitely listen to a podcast I, I wonder if pilots li- listen to podcasts or but or they try and avoid it they probably should not they should be avoiding it I should, I should get in focus here but yeah I'm at that level of podcast where um, I'm in focus you know sorry about this chair yeah I'm at the, the level of podcasting where I'm in focus and it takes a while to get to that level lots of years of dedication lots of hard work um, you know months of preparation I got to have my black belt in jiu-jitsu karate um, you know mixed martial arts covered all the bases got to you know get in the Bellator and UFC and you know, all of that and really go up the rankings and be a contender for the um, um, title interim championship you know obviously I'm the next opponent to Tony Ferguson coming up soon Dana White has it all sorted and this is um what 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 the heck am I saying oh yeah, this is all that I have to do to um to get my camera in focus hard work dedication lots of effort and that's obviously why Brendan Schaub the um fighter that was why he did his fighting career so we could get the um, camera in focus. Um, you may think this is like poor quality, you know, um, podcast, but I'll tell you something else. It's the best quality that that I have available to me. Like the camera itself is good quality. The lighting is unavoidable because of the shape of my room and the fact that uh, um, the the windows the wrong side of you know sunlight and I can't have natural light in my face so there's that and also um, for some reason whatever my um, I need to look at the camera up oh, not on myself whatever comes out of my camera is quite high quality and I can see it on the screen and then when it goes through the the um, streaming software and by the time it goes on YouTube, the quality is less, less as much, just, just not as much, less so. Just the quality diminishes, if, if, if that's how you would, um, you would say it. So, so, so it is in focus, even though you might not think. But the the type of quality of my camera is that people 
you know, at church can just film themselves on their mobile and um, upload it to the church YouTube page and the microphone and camera looks better quality than me. Um, but to be fair, I am live streaming, which is a technical difficulty kamikaze. I don't know if that's a word. It's just, it's just technical difficulty galore chaos because, um, you know, there's lots of components in it. It's got to go to the internet and everything like that. And the, ch the church um, that I go to, that I don't go to anymore because of the lockdown, they, their church service, they tried um, live streaming their first episode. Um, a disaster. <laughs> it was, you know, buffering. You can hear what they were saying. The quality was substandard pile of rubbish. And, um, you know, you know my, my live streaming is watchable you know and then it you know looks like a video afterwards but of course if I you know had the technical prowess I could um, film this podcast in 4k and then um, and then get the actual footage on the video editing software and match it up with the audio and it would be supreme quality and I would upload it and it would be the best quality. I'm like Donald Trump here, just the best quality, the best. Um, and you'd be able to watch it in 4K and stuff. But I wouldn't currently be um, talking and it sort of all happens automatically. That's the... Um, advantage of gotta watch my p's and q's i don't know what that means really like p the p sound and the quack sound whatever anyway so uh that's microphone consideration technique there for quality yeah so it's just the thing about um i've got my live stream set up and I could do 4K quality, but it's just it's just so much easier to um, just stream it and upload what you have. It's just easy and it's watchable. It's not bad quality. Although I don't, I used to like to watch my own videos, but now my videos one they're just too long to watch because in in essence I've already watched it because I've you know talked through it and stuff. So one, it's just too long to watch. But another thing is that I don't want to contribute to the views because I like looking at how many people have watched it. And if you know that you've watched it yourself five times to check that it works, check that the tweet works and everything, um, then you realise that you're not contributing to the to the organic um, standard really you, you just you, you just want the number of views to be oh that's how many people have watched it so what I do is this is riveting stuff I um, keep it to a bare minimum and just check it works once 
so I have it alongside with me. Um, I won't do it too much on my phone here. Um, yeah, I have it alongside with me and so I can look at the live chat and that's why I sometimes look down to check that it's working but I probably should like trust in it but then stop working earlier so yeah it's just um yeah I have it on so I just click on it once to make sure it works it is quite the setup this um podcasting it takes me um five minutes to to set it all up to get the video working test it um and then um you know make sure everything's working and do the thumbnail and everything exciting stuff yeah i think i had a viewer earlier on but the um video paused so um just hopefully that's not the um the end of it really let's just see if it if the sound works yeah yeah it does <laughs> yeah the sound works and um i just yeah i've got the setup i just gotta have the time and space to um make sure all of this is up and running and working and matching together so I'll just talk about my life because that's what I do anyway. And if um yeah, it's just so Instagram's going well. I'm trying to post a photo every day at Peter Newing N E W I N G Peter Newing. Um that's the Instagram and I try to post a video uh, post a picture every day. Um but I don't know, I'm running out of photos. I realised I just posted the photo that I technically posted like um, over a year ago but as part of a slideshow so it wasn't the first one. So I got the same photo and I thought oh that's good and I edited it but it turned out that I'd already posted it. Um, oh well, it still looks good and then it's nice for people to see it because not, not everyone saw it. It's a good photo. So I posted four photos so far. They've all been good. I need to, I want to keep on going. I'm calling it quarantine content like Marquez Brownlee. That's the um the trick to it all. Just, call, just calling it as it is. And yeah, quarantine content. And I'm hoping people can, people can watch it when I see my Instagram photos when everyone's stuck inside and I suppose the thing about quarantine content is it's a little bit of a disclaimer just to make sure that people know that it, I'm not going around taking photos like oh the beach was nice today sort of thing you don't say that so you just post photos so uh, I've posted good photos one of the Goodrevy Lighthouse one of Prussia Cove with some nice blue greens in the water one of just like some sun behind the clouds and it was more sunsetty vibe um, with a wave um, I basically painted that that was so much editing involved um, 
and then you know I've got my you know highlighting all the areas that oh, that bit can be lighter that bit can be darker on my phone and you know so it's like the sea is like completely different edit to the sky just to make it look good anyway but that's what it looks like in real life the the camera camera isn't a true testament of the photo and stuff and then i've got a photo of today of some footprints on the sand which is which is fairly cool so that was quarantine content number four that's what we're working on and we're hoping that we can get some um quarantine content happening um on this podcast um just thinking about i, I don't know what it is i'm just not in the mood to go on a, a big rant about a childhood story or it's just um i, I used to make jokes and in, in lessons i i really liked my um maths lessons because um my teacher he he'd make jokes and I was the only one joking around, like um, with a sense of humour. And he'd make a joke, and then, and then, and then I didn't hear the joke because I was doing the maths, of course. And then he was like, "Peter, do you hear that?" And no, no one laughs, of course. No one laughs at the teacher's jokes because it's like, you know, witty human. I don't know. I like the jokes. And and then he say something funny, and it's like, no, no one heard it. No one laughed. And I was like, and then he's like, "Peter, Peter." I was like, oh, sorry, what did you say? Because I was doing the work. And he'd say it again, and I'd be like, ah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That, I am the dream people. If you're a teacher making jokes, the best people in the world must be the, must be the students that laugh, laugh, at, laugh at your jokes. That must be the best thing. That rewarding feeling. And then when... I remember a couple of jokes, and then when I make a joke and the teacher laughs, the whole the whole class never laughs. It's just um, the teacher laughing and me laughing. <laughs> yeah, but but it was nice because they said towards the end of my sixth form that oh Peter really grew confidence and you know grew, came out of his shell and stuff. It's just me making subtle jokes to the teacher and stuff that's favorite lessons i think that was the thing about the maths is because it was fairly straightforward it gave it gave me obviously there were some maths lessons or some physics lessons that were really hard so you'd concentrate but some maths lessons just like you've done it before 100 times because you just do it just doing those past papers or something and then you get that opportunity to joke around and there's always this thing in lessons that if you don't finish the paper you just finish it off in your own time so there's never that pressure to um always work in lessons but oh there's nothing there's no there's not much better feelings than the um, finishing work in a lesson that you did in the lesson and everyone has to do for homework. Why did I do homework? It's just a really puzzling thing. It's just that feeling of not having homework and the teacher being disappointed. I, I always did homework.
<laughs> and it, it there's lots of things. I was got known for the um person that always um reminded everyone of the homework. There was this physics group chat that I wasn't a part of that everyone was like, Oh we haven't done the homework and um it's like um oh if we don't mention it, um he'll forget it and we won't get in trouble. And then one person apparently said in a group chat that I wasn't in. It's like, oh, but Peter will do it and mention it. Because <laughs> I, I, I always write everything down and I remembered all the homeworks. So I was, so I would always do the homework. And, and because I'd done the homework, put the effort in, I always mentioned it in the class because I, I wanted to, um, you know, you know, get, get some, um, compliment from the teacher just get some um admiration or something so so just me wanting to i've never sat on a homework and and didn't say anything i always said yeah i've done it oh mr so-and-so um you know the um radioactive decay question sheet yeah i did that <laughs> and everyone's like, no, we didn't do it. Some people forget it. Some people, the thing is, they just spend their time on a group chat talking about how Peter was always remembering the homework. Meanwhile, I'm doing the homework and they're on Facebook. So that, that's the kind of, kind of world that we live in. Anyway, I'm not going to hope. I usually look at the time in the podcast and think, oh, I've got 10 minutes left, but I actually want there to be 10 minutes left because then I get to talk more. I've done pretty well. Yeah, I keep it short and sweet. Five minutes left. I say I want to talk more, but I have nothing to say. No, no I, do, I do, do have stuff to say. Yes, I, I love doing homework. I always write it down. And I think my secret, my the key success to to why I did well at A-levels, partly, is that I did all the homework. And I think there was a thing about that, is that the, the planner gave you a little box for, like, the due date. So each day somebody would write the homework and then, like, say, the 27th. So you'd have to always flick back through the planner and, like, look at where everything is and it didn't make any sense and I learned this from my sister that I did this ever since year seven what you do is you write the homework in the day it's due so you're looking at the dates and you think oh Monday's tomorrow what homework is due I'll do it and then you tick it off I'm not doing this faffing around and I think that's I had a technique that meant I saw all the homework and I did it all ne- never lost track of the homework so, oh, so some homework was easy. It was just like do some questions and done. And then uh, some homework is obviously hard. Like, oh yeah, write a forty mark essay. But luckily, I didn't end up doing subjects which had 40, 40 mark essays. But maybe I could have done it. I don't know. I can't write on hand and write something good quickly just just doesn't work in my mind 
I write something good slowly. Hence my book. So an unbelievable god, Peter Neo. Ah, so there's so there's my book that I'm advertising, spending 4p. I think Amazon does quite a good deal with the advertising because they only charge you for when people click on the advert. So um, when um, so my advert has been shown over 200 times for my book, over 200 impressions, but it's only had one or two clicks, so I only get charged for those. And the clicks is really what you want to pay for because they're the things that will lead to people buying it. But how many books have I clicked on and then not bought? I probably have to wait for like 20 clicks for one person to buy it. And particularly if there's reviews and stuff. I'd be over the moon if somebody bought a book today. I started the advertising today, so there's, so there's that. So my life, published author. But it's basically a leaflet, but we won't get into the details of how long the book is. 29,000 words, 63 pages. Um, so, published author, um, prominent podcaster, no, uh, I am published author, a uh, one person from Australia bought it, so international published author, and then podcaster, um, you don't really ever upgrade. I was looking at jiu-jitsu of um, Eddie Bravo doing jiu-jitsu and it's crazy and he was doing this like knee crank to um, this really famous guy and he was like popping it and Eddie Bravo was saying it's popping, it's popping, like, aren't you going to tap? And the guy was like no, 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 because he knew if he just held on for a for a minute or two then it would be a draw and I don't know what the heck was happening to his knee but it was doing unnatural things you think oh yeah that knee's not going to work ever again but um, maybe it does just pop because cause usually there's some sort of knee crank um, and twist the knee and then that makes people tap but this um, guy just was relentless and wouldn't tap for anything so, so in judo, you have these like black belts, and then you have a whole different level of belts, and some guy getting a red belt, and I don't know what that means. I think you get a red belt when you've like taught loads of people, and you're an instructor. But black black belts are pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. So looking at the time now, and it's been 40 minutes. So I'm sad to say that I'm going to end it here. I wonder if I had, um, if there wasn't technical difficulties, I might have got a viewer here and there, but but never mind. Maybe we'll save um, the viewers for a day where I'm, you know, excited and got some story today. But as I said, today was a bit more of a relaxed affair, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I'm here tomorrow, similar time, three, four o'clock. And um, watch me when I'm live. Hopefully the video will work and go back and watch 33 and 34 
they're pretty good ones. So, my book, An Unbelievable God, Peter Newing, N-E-W-I-N-G. Instagram, at Peter Newing, N-E-W-I-N-G. And Twitter, the Pete, at the Pete Repeater. Um, so, there you go. There's all my links. Um, tune in tomorrow for more podcasting. Published author. I'll never stop saying that. Right, thank you. Bye for now.